0: How y'all doing today? I got one of my, one of the coolest people that I've had the opportunity to meet, one of the smartest business people that I've had the opportunity to meet in the DJ industry. And that is no other than DJ JP, that is, co-owner of Alliance Entertainment Group. So, how you doing today, bro? Man,
1: I am doing wonderful, Mike. Good to be on with you, brother. Uh, I take great pleasure in getting
0: on here and uh, dropping a few uh, thoughts with you today. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You You know, this show is strictly for the DJs, you know, done by a DJ. So, I understand some of the ins and outs of the business um you know i've had the opportunity to do something that i love for over 30 years so i understand so i'm not gonna be too proud too much into anything i just want to try to give us the opportunity to say some things to explain some things and to educate some of the people about who we are and what we do so um so how long have you been in, in the DJ business and how did you come about your DJ name?
1: Uh, I just came up with DJ J P it's short for Jeffrey Powell. So I just said J P is easy. I don't have to you ain't gotta try to look it up or figure out it's just my just my initials and I I just spelled out J J A Y and then put a P J P. that's that's where I came up with it and it's just something simple and everybody knows me by J P pretty much anyway. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, and that's good. So how long have you been in the DJ business? Well, actually my official start was uh nineteen ninety. I bought my first pair of twelve hundreds when I was overseas in uh Turkey. I bought my uh, some twelve tens and that's where it officially kicked out. But I started in high school back in the uh early eighties, uh got on the radio in eighty five and just then wow. uh, I joined the military and I stopped for about five or six years and then I picked it back up in ninety and it's been continuous since that day. So
0: about thirty one years in the
1: industry now.
0: Man, that's a long time. That that's crazy, <laughs> man, because that was around the time when I started. Yeah. Back in the uh back going from the summer of my seventh grade. So it was around somewhere around eighty four, around that time.
1: Yeah. Wow. So when uh, you
0: say you was on the radio, how old were you then?
1: Uh, I was uh, 17. Yeah, I got my first gig, and I remember hitting that button and thinking, oh, my God, everybody I know is listening. <laughs> so that was my nervous time. and uh, But that was that was some good times. It gave me a good start. But, I, you know, I started when we were flipping cassettes. Uh, I put a cassette on for one song, you know, rewinding back to the other one. You know, so I've been in the game for a long time. Went from cassettes to records to uh disc to uh, digital. So now this digital thing, people don't know how good they have it without having to total around records, disc, cassettes, whatever we had to total around and crates. <laughs> so, you know, I love yeah. the uh, technology we have now to be able to DJ with.
0: Yeah, and that's 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 a very interesting point. And and I know this is kind of going off of script, but you said something that made me think about something else. So when you say guys don't know how good they had it in reference to when you started can you be more in depth about that
1: well uh there's a lot of things first would be uh,
0: mainly when i really really got into
1: djing it was records uh so you don't know how it is to have to take 10 12 crates of records around to uh, have to tote those to every event, let alone speakers, turntables, all the stuff we had to tote around. When we were DJing back in the day. Yeah. So now you can just take a hard drive or have it all in your computer, and you got access to all kind of stuff. And if you need, because back then it was not no request that you didn't have. <laughs> you you were just stuck. I mean, you know. like oh, yeah. that. Yeah. So this is what I can play. I don't hand me your phone. You know, I can't download it. Uh, it's what we got in the crate, so, and you always want to try to be on the top, so record pools, you know, having to get all those records that you have to go through garbage to find the good stuff, so, they really don't know how easy it is now, people give you lists, they tell you everything, what you know, all the hot tracks, how you gotta to listen to the radio, and, you know, you pretty much get anything you want, to get a hot record might have took two or three weeks to get it, especially me starting overseas, so,
2: mm.
1: I was, uh, yeah. working hard, and uh, in Turkey, so it wasn't like I was in Germany or England where I could go to a record store in Germany or England and pick up tracks. But it all worked out. I had family friends back home sending me stuff, and then when I got back to the states, it, the record collection really exploded. Wow! Yeah, well, that's some
0: that's some good information. Yeah. So, so in saying that, what drew you to DJing? What was it about DJing that drew you to it?
1: Uh, I, I don't. I don't know if it really was a desire to be a radio DJ, but I like, uh, I grew up in uh, Mississippi listening to uh, a radio station out of New Orleans called Well 105, and it was just something, you know, listening to the club sets and the DJs putting the songs together, continuous flow, and, you know, that just really drove me to it. And then just uh, hearing people put two, you know, just two songs together, smoothly blending, throughout the night and making it, you know, keeping the party going and hype. Then there's some other DJs I knew from around town that was doing the same thing at kitty parties and stuff. I was going, you know, younger high school parties and different things. But I didn't know everything I knew. Now, I know now about what, you know, what it was. But that's what really drove me to it, man. Club DJs back in the day on the radio. That's That was my first love. I always wanted to be a club DJ or do a big show on the
0: radio. Yeah. And it's amazing how You started out one, you know, desiring to be one thing and it led you to something totally different in a sense.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 It just but what it did was it gave me more things in my tool belt. So when I came to the, now that I'm, you know, mostly in the wedding industry, I have a full tool belt from MC, you know, being able to rock the club and hyper party to being the uh, professional. DJ MC you know and then being able to turn it on when it's time to turn it up to make sure everybody has a good time so I like where I started uh, I may not may be a different DJ if I wouldn't have started I would have started, the started in the wedding industry versus starting in the club sense
0: you said something right there bro <laughs> you said something and I hope people understand exactly what you said because it would have made a difference Because it's like you would have been more geared toward one thing versus having the opportunity to, like you say, have all of these different tools in your tool belt. Yeah. Uh, You would have had a tool belt with a hammer and maybe (laughs) a screwdriver.
1: A screwdriver.
0: And not a fillet, but a flat. But I also think
1: too, man. When you come into either industry, you have to have the desire to have the full two kit. Oh yeah. I need to learn how to do everything. I need to do as a DJ, not be able to just push play on a record mm-hmm. and smoothly trans, you know, slides of crossfader over to the next one, and uh, not harmonically mix those together or beat mix or whatever we call it. But you have to have the desire to be a better MC, be able, you know, to all the skills necessary, whatever way you go, you need to know how to uh, do everything within that that set. You need all those uh, skill sets, to me.
0: Okay, so um, what is it about DJing that continues to give you that desire or lights that fire in you to continue doing? It? Oh man, I love music and. Uh,
1: Just being able to entertain people and see the smiles on their faces, the reactions, the goofy moves people make, and what a song does to somebody. Last night, uh, I was doing a wedding and put on Michael Jackson. Man, this guy, he got out there like he was Michael Jackson, played a kid who I would have never thought would have crested flashlight man got out there and i was like i played his theme song for life and he just really had a great time so you know it's just seeing all the different you know what music does to people and how many people actually get to do something they love to do and get paid to do you know
0: not many (laughs) yeah
1: not many and uh, that's what it's just music man and what you what you can create uh, in the club I used to be able to just set the whole mood for the night or drive the crowd and then I think it's egotistical and uh, we're I can't think of the right word but we just like uh, we're control freaks. so look at the control you can have if you're in a club five. <laughs> you know because all of those people are on your every move if I want y'all to slide I want y'all to slow down and you know go ask somebody to slow dance I can do that so it's just that aspect of control and being able to say okay i'm gonna you know it's gonna be a great time because of what i'm doing you know or how we're making a room do whatever we do yeah
0: and it's and you said something that just really uh, made me think because when when i'm at work i consider myself to be a doctor i have my white coat on <laughs> and i'm examining my patients absolutely <laughs> you know so I'm continuously watching them, how they're responding to the medication slash music, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know, and whether I need to strengthen the dose, or you know, lighten the, the dose, Yes. <laughs> yes, yes absolutely, so. or I need yeah. to uh, inject a little funk or a little bit of,
1: you know, yeah. something to make them or you know just. I I I love that. I love how you put that. I'm a doctor. I'm going to have to use that in the future. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I I'll send you a check <laughs> or <an> invoice. <laughs> okay.
1: I'll be I, I'll cash happy.
0: you. <laughs> so so in your words, uh what do you think separates you from other DJs?
1: Uh, Like I said, going back to uh, just currently in the industry I'm working in and my desire to always learn. If I go out with anybody or I go to an event, uh, I'm mentally taking notes. Hey, I didn't realize I could do that with that. Or I didn't realize I should say that like that. Oh, I can bring attention to the room by doing this. So my thing that separates me is I, I don't think i perfected this craft. I'm always trying to learn and make it better and the other thing is is I'm always open and willing to share with anybody who will ask me anything so I'm not a closed book I'm an open book and if I make the industry better by touching one other DJ two other DJs and they touch another DJ it's making the industry better as a
0: whole so that, that's how I look at it and that's good and and it's, it's such a refreshing thing to hear you say that And to know that that's how you feel, because I see it in the things that you do, you know, in the group that you created, uh, which has been a blessing to so many people. Uh, And and that's a good thing, and that's one of the things that I really think we we're lacking in our profession, and that's the willing to share. So many of us. Or not only a closed book, we're we're locked in a vault dropped in the bottom of the ocean. Absolutely.
1: Because I feel like not realizing that there's enough work out here for everybody. Hmm. We choose to, um, like, I'll just say I asked a big, uh, decent DJ here where he thought I should put my advertising money when I first got here. And snarkily he replied, "Everything, you know, when, why, or whatever." So you know, I'm like, "Okay, now, why would you do that?" So that was one of the things that motivated me. You know, my group I created, uh, Crosstalk uh, DJ Crosstalk, uh, to try to educate people and ask anything and not, you know, not feel like somebody's gonna come at you or give you a BS answer. I don't allow that. Uh, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say nothing at all. And if you don't want to share, just don't share. And I hate sponges too. People who hang around and just want to suck up everything and don't give anything back. So... Oh, yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah. I'm. And
0: child I, private eye. Yeah.
1: yeah I, just, I mean, we can't... And if you die tomorrow, what? how have you helped the world by taking all that knowledge with you? Yeah. And You know, and not sharing it with somebody. Or making another DJ better. You know, it and... I just don't get it because it doesn't make any sense but that's just me so I feel like you know, I, I'm willing to talk to anybody I got DJs all over the United States and just met a guy in Canada and we become good buds and sharing he's dropping knowledge on me I'm dropping knowledge on him so to me you just have to uh, you, you just gotta I mean share be an open book uh,
0: yeah. you know?
1: and uh, make it a better place instead of just a me, me great place
0: yes yes we all need to be we all need to be like YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, you can go on YouTube and learn anything and the reason why, because people are willing to share information. Yep.
1: Once I got it, I want to share it with you. Once I got yep. it, share it with you. Just you know, just to get every give everybody information. There ain't no
0: need yes. to try to keep a secret. Yep. And we have to know that just because you share something doesn't make you less of a person if anything it makes you greater yes and no
1: but they don't realize that everybody wants to think that if i share with you it's taking away my opportunities and my possibilities which it might but in the end it also may increase your uh, opportunities and possibilities because if that person becomes better then that's a, another possibility for us all to charge more money be better at what we do and then the craft is looked on with more respect than it is when you're sending folks out there half cocks who don't know what they're doing don't know how to MC you know so one should teach one I I think everybody should teach, uh, try to give you know and then if people don't want it hey that's great but if they uh, feel like you can help them with a little bit of knowledge I think that's a great thing
0: wonderful thing
1: so I have
0: so I have one more question before we finish this segment Okay. So so what's your go-to music? If it was just something you wanted to go to, this has nothing to do with the audience, what's your go-to music?
1: Uh, you mean to dance or to just listen to?
0: To listen to,
1: dance, what music? Oh, I'm Neo Soul, man. I, oh, I love to. Okay. I uh, Layla James and Anthony Hamilton oh. and stuff like that. Man, I could just ride out. I mean, that's what I ride out to. I wish the clubs danced to that. I mean, you know, I, I love that. that. That's me. I can listen to Gio all day or anything. You know, that type of music. Uh, Erica Badu, a local. Uh, just anything to uh, to make it, you know, just smooth out and just lose my mind in music and not in anything else.
0: You know, it's interesting that you say that cause, because... When I when I think back and just look at your demeanor, your whole demeanor says that.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm not a hip-hop junkie. Yeah. I like
0: yeah. I love good music, whatever
1: it is, but if I'm, you know, if I just gotta have some moments to myself or just want to play around with something. You know, I even did a Neo Soul mix during the pandemic because <laughs> I just said, okay, I could just put all these tracks together and just mm-hmm. ride out to about an hour mixing them a number, smooth Neo Soul. So that, that would be my go-to to listen to for me. But if it's for a club, I'm kind of 90s, you know, 90s hip hop, R&B, that, that kind of the Montel Jordans and stuff like that to make, you know, those
0: club anthems. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, man, uh this was a good segment, man. It was some good information. I hope that you guys out there, you know, y'all can appreciate the information that, or the knowledge that DJ JP dropped on us because he dropped a lot of it. Uh And, you know, we're going to get into this mix coming up and uh we'll be right back with you guys after this mix and do the second segment.
3: It's the All-Hearty tail Party Mix.
4: Why must they try to tear down the house when they know it's made from love? And they can never stand in our way. We made a vow to love through it all. We are one And no one has the right to tell my love. Out. No matter what the people say so and
5: you do I've been holding guard for so long so long and I don't know where to start I don't know where to start now tell me where you hide where do you go tell me is she nice she knows I know tell me why you lie
6: We get lost, let it be our thoughts, can't get what we do without knowing I've never felt like this before, I apologize if I'm moving too far Can we just talk, can we just talk, figure out where we're growing yeah. Started off right, I can see it in your eyes, I can tell that you want in more What's been on your mind? There's no reason we should hide. Tell me something I ain't heard before. Oh, I've been dreaming about it. And it's you, I'm on. So stop thinking about it. Can't we just talk? Can't we just talk? Talk about where we're going. Before we get
3: Sad to see you go so soon. so soon I know that you ain't coming back In the beginning everything was cool Toward the end of it all is all bad I know I played my part in making it what it is And I know that you did the same I guess I'm out of here I'm moving on again I'm sure that you will understand I play by the rules by the game. I couldn't have stayed. It's easier to say, cause I was by your side when you went through the pain. I guess it doesn't matter now that you're so far away. And every minute you're gone, I'm missing it's so. I can't believe that you're far away. Can get you out of Far too lovely to define Hey yeah Tenderly you take complete control of me The feminine seduction I'm to talking business, see you callin'. tell him I gotta take this Let the world wait Wanna wear it like a medal Tell him that I'm a spoken for a fellow The lady say hello like a am if I know you see it, Trifling, Listen, baby, I ain't knowing it perfect. But I promise, I promise to make it all worth it. Giving you the thing to be the man you deserve. And making sure you're smiling way more than you're hurting. Taking my time to hear you when you're talking. Reminding you how bad you are. Oh, keep Keeping legs shaking, making love and making sure you want stay it's in the plan. to be alone, my house Uh clean, my pool warm, just
6: location.
5: They say I'm bugging the way I'm time sweating your loving. Ooh. They all sit and wonder why this feeling I cannot hide. It ain't a question of pride.
3: then, Made you into woman And don't you forget it Don't you forget your way On that little A seal's in the, the park, Strolling
2: the summer days Of imaginings in my head And words from my heart Told only to the wind Even without being said I don't want to bore you in my trouble But there's something about your love That makes me weak and knocks me off my feet There's something about your love That makes me weak and knocks me off my feet, knocks me off my feet, and I don't
0: Alright guys, I hope y'all enjoyed that mix uh, We're back here again with my man DJ JP And we're going to get right into the second segment uh, So These questions are A little bit more um, They dig a little bit more Deeper, but I think There are things that people need to know okay. Whether it be other DJs Or whether it be For people looking for DJs So my first question Is what is one of the biggest dues as a dj for you
1: well with me currently working in the wedding industry this is my biggest dues as a wedding industry dj uh it's prep and getting to know my clients and what they want so i can use my talents to make their day special uh, it's not about me, it's not about what I want to do, it's about meeting the needs of my clients and then after I've met their needs meeting the needs of their guests so that's my biggest do as a DJ uh, right now if I was telling anybody in the wedding industry that's what, that's got to be priority number one uh, find out what your bride and groom wants, uh, do that and then make sure their guest is completely satisfied okay so on the flip side
0: of that what is the biggest don't for
1: you as a DJ? Don't be late. <laughs> to me, if you're late
0: for an event, uh,
1: you already behind the power ball. Uh, even if you there, time gets set up and you're running. I mean, you might not even be able to, say if you're in a set of clothes, you might not be able to change to, to get into, you know, your, if you're doing a ceremony. You got to change clothes. It's just late. When you're late for something, it just puts you behind everything else. So my biggest thing for all everybody I deal with is don't be late. You know, mm. uh, give yourself enough time to get there early. And, and especially living here where we're traffic, you never know what's going to happen on the highway. So give yourself a 30, 45 minute cushion. What's wrong with being early and
0: relaxing and
1: mentally preparing for an event because you're already there? Yeah,
0: it's everything. Mm. And you're so right on that. It's nothing like being
1: Later. Yeah, so yeah. that's my biggest pet peeve. Oh, yeah. oh man, I'm, you know, because I see everybody's worried about you, disappointed. Your phone's ringing. You stressed. They stressed, and and you just put a sour taste in everybody's mouth involved with that event because you're running late.
0: Yeah, and and you know, one of the things too, when you're dealing with a bride and groom, and you know, sometimes you may be dealing with them anywhere from eight months to two months just depending on the situation. Yeah. there is always that part in them where there's a trust issue. You know, are you gonna be there? Are you really who you say you are? And and like you say, when you when you cross that barrier and you're late, it throws off everything. The bride is side eyeing you. Yeah. The groom is side eyeing you because she's side eyeing.
1: Yep, a and yes. and potential, potential clients and
0: planners
1: and everybody looking at you. Uh-huh. Saying, uh, why, you know, why are you late? So yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, uh, yes. That's just one yes. of my my small pet peeves when it comes to that.
0: Yeah, and I agree with that. I agree wholeheartedly about that. So, uh, got another one for you. What is it about the DJ business that you don't like or approve of?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, to be totally honest, right now where we're at, where anybody and their mama can go buy some uh, equipment and say I'm a <laughs> You know, without any training, any mm-hmm. whatever, and uh, can say they can do somebody's wedding or can do an event and don't have any idea of what they're getting into. I, I really feel like we need some type of certification you know you gotta have some kind of thing saying I know how to do this so I don't ruin somebody's event or something so that, that that's one of my biggest things when it comes to this industry now I think that's the one thing we're lacking uh, you know uh, anybody say if somebody you meet on the street can go buy a laptop, some speakers and not even a uh, controller and say they can DJ yeah and you know you <laughs> I couldn't
0: agree with you more Mm -hmm. I was uh, maybe a couple of months ago uh, me and uh, one of my business partners we were working an event and uh, we we did the dancing on the cloud for the client and we did the money Mm grab so so uh, and unfortunately we were there the entire event uh, because of you know something that took place So, the DJ, he gets, you know, he was there. He was early, which was great. But, (laughs) this guy was a club DJ, which is nothing wrong with that. But you can't apply club tactics to a wedding.
1: Not, no, not really. (laughs) I mean, you can at party time, but... Yeah, that's uh, party time. But But but, the rest of it has to be... uh, uh, you know, you gotta have those professional skills for yes. wedding, MC and introductions and you know, all that good stuff. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. He he didn't know, JP, he didn't know nothing. <laughs> and it was to the point that, you know, and you know this. Uh if you can prevent somebody's wedding from turning bad, you know, you're gonna say something. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I never told the guy that I was a DJ because I don't think that... I don't like doing that because sometimes that that creates another situation.
1: Yeah. And depending stressed.
0: on the person, they may feel like, you know, their ego may get involved. So I had to explain to him what he had to do and when he had to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was and when he got on the mic he was you know he had the hip-hop grip you know it was muffled you couldn't understand what he was saying during dinner time he's playing i'm talking about he just went straight in straight trap music <laughs> not only trap music none of it was any. you got babies running around i'm like wow yeah yeah,
1: yeah. that that may go back to my, my other pet teams to the uh The lyrical content at weddings now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm with you, man. Like I say, you always learn something. And sometimes it's not what to do, what not to do. Oh,
0: yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I
1: I need not to do this when I'm doing an event because you can Mm -hmm. see it and you're like, oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. So uh, I have a question for you.
1: Uh huh.
0: So, what type of DJ are you? A, the DJ that plays what he likes or B, the DJ that plays to the crowd. And please explain why you are A, or B.
1: I am definitely B that plays to the crowd because it is not about me. (laughs) It is about my audience having having a good time. I have to make, because if they don't, if they're not having a good time, they're not dancing, say we're in a club, the bar is not making money because ain't nobody drinking or people not there and uh if you're at a wedding everybody's there is looking at you you got an empty dance floor you have to play to your crowd or you know try at least try to feel them out and know what's going on then you can go back to your fire or what you know works but the. Main thing is knowing, you know, just feeling what they want to hear and say. Okay, well, this looks like a country crowd. Oh, this looks like this or this look. You know, just knowing what to play or you know, hey, they they like old 90s hip hop. That always works. And uh, just being able to play to your crowd. You know, yeah, you got that playlist from your bride or from whoever you're doing the event for, but that may not be working. So you just have to. Okay, let me look out here and see who's in front of me, and what can I do to motivate them to get to this dance.
0: I like that answer and that's, that's definitely my point of view It's all about them Whoever yeah. hired me yeah. That means that I'm playing Latin music, uh, island music Hip hop, whatever it is They hired me And I need to assure That the people that are there Have a night A day An afternoon or whatever it may be To remember
1: yeah. And I just thought about even if nobody even dances or nothing, but you made that bride or that client happy and play you know what they yeah. you know what they wanted to hear and you set the mood for their event and you've done your job. Yeah, every every event, every wedding is not gonna be the the party of the year. Oh no. But you know, if you do your job, you know, if you do what that your client pays you or asks you to do, then You've done your part. It's you can't. Sometimes you just got some sticks in the mud that ain't gonna get up and dance.
0: Oh yeah, and I and I'll drop this one on you as well oh. as when I have my doctor coat on. <laughs> you know when I'm the, when I'm doing my examination. Yes, sir. You know you have to realize how people celebrate. Some people celebrate sitting in the seat just listening, bobbing their head some people celebrate by getting up dancing and, and just doing their thing some people celebrate by just sitting there and talking so yeah. there are all of these different ways of celebrating we have to be able to to observe that and realize that oh okay this is what type of event we're going to have and I can see that they're still having a good time
1: yeah 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 That that's a really boy you brought out the lab coat and the telescope on that one <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you know we got to study this thing, bro. Oh so, yeah. you know it. You know events, man, and 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 I know you've experienced that. Experienced this. You think you've seen it all, and then <laughs> then you'll do a wedding or an event, and they'll 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 present you with something you've never seen. Like, dang.
1: Like I say, man, I feel like we should all have a camera rolling at all times. Oh yeah, always gonna be something at an event that you. Did that really just happen? Did I really just see that, or did this? Did this really work? Because uh, I was doing a prom, a prom, and to get those kids going, it was a blues song. I played a blues song, and they all ran to the wow. dance for a blues song. But it was something they gave me. And uh, I was like, really? But yeah. that kicked the party off, and it was on from there. So, you know, it's just, you, like you say, you never know. You just have to try to, you know, okay, well, what did they say they wanted to hear? Mm-hmm. Okay. I played this other stuff. What did they say they wanted to hear? And yeah. it
0: goes back to something that you said, you know, in regards to weddings, and I, I'm pretty sure you apply this to all of your clients getting to know your clients and seeing their do's and don'ts and what they like and don't like yeah absolutely Yes, because they may be the window to your success that you need to look through
1: yeah, yeah. absolutely
0: all right then so I know everybody may not be a fan of this next question um, <laughs> but do you think that mixing is important And if yes, do you think that it's also a a lost art?
1: I feel like mixing is essential, I mean, to this craft. Uh, If you can't do it, to me, really and truly, you're not a DJ. You're an entertainer. And I'm just going to be honest. Can you say that
0: one more time? I said, if you can't
1: mix... You are an entertainer. You should not call yourself a DJ. When I think DJ, I think DJ is on K104 doing weekend mixes. Yeah, you have your... That's a radio DJ that's talking. You, uh, To me, if you cannot uh, put it in the mix, uh, uh, you're not a DJ. I'm sorry. You're just not a DJ. I, I, I mean, you are, but... It just takes some away from me because if I got to turn around and look at you when I'm at an event because the music is clapping or it's off beat or the whole room stops dancing or it goes down to nothing, uh, I mean, there's a way to do it without knowing how to make smooth transitions, talk your way through them, fade smoothly, different things, but to me, it's a lost, and like you say, it's a lost art, and uh, people don't want to take the time to learn it. And I feel like if you're going to be a complete DJ, you yeah. need that in your toolbox. So, until you know, yeah, I'll call you a DJ, but really and truly, to me, you're, and like I say, this might make some folks mad, but you're just an entertainer. You're not a DJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I can't even give you a capital D and a capital J. I have to give you the lowercase.
1: <laughs> you're
0: lowercase. Oh, Mike.
1: Oh, yeah. man. Well, God. I'm
0: just being, hey, I'm just being honest because, you know, have you ever been in this situation? where you do something for a client and you can tell that this client has dealt with another DJ that was a DJ with the lower case <laughs> oh my god
1: so I'm going to start they, using that
0: Yeah, and they clamp and, and that client clamps onto you and will not let you go they tell you that any event anybody that they know they're going to make sure that they use you
1: well, and my thing is, you know, you go somewhere and they like, ah, oh, man, you kept the move, the music going all night. Or you played you didn't let the songs fade down to nothing. And I'm like, yeah. So, like you say, you just wonder what other people are doing, man. And oh, oh. and to me, if you've been in this industry more than I, I hate to say, it, I would say a year, but more than three or four years, and you still don't have that skill. What excuse do you have? I mean, what do you do? Are you, to me, you just in it for other reasons, money maybe. And if you don't value it, that enough to go acquire that skill and learn how to do it, then please do Like you say, it's lowercase DJ for me. For, yeah. That's what I'm going to start saying from now. Uh, you done gave me a new one now. I'm going to start putting that <laughs>
2: hey,
1: You're a lowercase DJ. And then people pretend like they want to learn. But like I say, man, it's wanting to learn. Before I ever dj in a club, I was under my stairs with my turntables two hours a night, brother, until I was ready to go. And, you know, and now I can, you can give me anything and I can put it together. Country, Latin, oh. I mean, like, you know, old school, new school. And I can mix anything. And you'll never, it'll never drop down unless, you know, unless I'm Trying not to go from 128 to 60, you know, to whatever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, so, you know, but now we even have truths. You can echo out. You can, you know, whatever, anything. But people don't even take what well, they'll learn how to echo and all that. But they won't learn how to put them together. But yeah, I, I think it's a lost art. And yeah. until people are called out on it or clients demanded, people will forever not take the time to learn how to do it. That, uh, that that's just my nail in the coffin on that one.
0: And one thing, one of the things that I hope that people get out of this podcast from the DJ's perspective mm-hmm. is what a DJ should and shouldn't be doing. Yep. And, and slamming is not jamming. <laughs>
1: no. And so many people, well, clients don't care. Well, that's because. you're That's clients, a lot. Oh, yeah. And some yeah. of them care. Some of them don't. And then, you know, I've had people run to me. Oh, my bride was all upset because I couldn't make... Well, I mean, that's on you. You need to learn. I mean, take the time to learn. It's not that hard.
0: I mean, it's just a little work. Just a little work. And you said something. uh, You said something, Jay, that that I have to refer back to. If you really love what you're doing then you have no problem with
1: learning how to better your craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you don't, but a lot of them, they got every excuse in the world. It's not important. I don't need that. Uh, I don't do that. Uh, but, I mean, you can take time to learn all these songs, what you need to do. You can learn how to do other stuff. But you don't mm-hmm. want to learn how to uh, be a, I call a true DJ. What well, a DJ is first. Yeah. And right. until you have that you are now a lowercase d and possibly a half a j you know may not even get a dot on the top yeah. of your j no more
0: <laughs> yeah. and I agree and I agree and and to even drive it even home, I'm not going to even put the j on the side. I'm gonna put it under the d.
1: I love it man, but
0: yeah, I just I just wish every but maybe it's
1: because they didn't learn when we did or a lot yeah. of them are going into weddings right off the bat and it's just I, I won't say it's not a requirement. They just don't feel clients are not making it necessary for them to do it.
0: And I agree with that and I think that's why it's important for for those of us that have been in the industry for a long time to To point that out because it is true some guys don't know because of when they came into it and they came into it this way so they feel like this is what's important Mm -hmm. so we have to put it out there and and see how they respond to it now if they don't want it then you know that kind of falls on them and hopefully something will happen in their career that will 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 we'll allow them to say,
1: you know what? Yeah, I need to learn how to do that. Yeah, I'm Yeah, but I mean, like I say, and then another thing that kills me: the pandemic was the perfect time for you to learn oh. anything you needed to learn. You had nothing but time to get in the lab every day and go to work. Nothing. I but mean, nothing. Nothing but time. I mean, you had, you had another job, yeah, but you, I mean, you don't even have, a lot of people didn't even have to drive to work. No. Just, just uh, you know, just get in there an hour a day. But we got a thousand excuses as to why we won't learn, but none as to why we will. I mean, why we will. Yeah. And yeah. I have this saying, you know, well,
0: someone, I heard someone else say this. Everybody wants change, but nobody
2: wants it. Wow.
1: Everybody. <laughs> Everybody wants change but nobody wants change. Wow. Yeah, they don't want to change. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as you're yeah. getting away with what you're getting away with, uh, you know, that that's how it is. That's what you're gonna get away with. And as long as they don't have to do any better, they're not gonna try to, you know, get any better.
0: Well man, I really appreciate you being on here. I got one yeah. more question for you, man. Oh, okay. All right. Uh and and I know we've said a lot of things and went over a lot of things, but What
1: would be your best advice to other DJs? Uh, uh, some notes I wrote. uh, Find a mentor, find somebody who's been in the business that's willing to share with you and you know help you along the way. Uh, this business is uh, not just being able to DJ, put up lights, and do other stuff, this business is business. Learn the business side of this first, I mean, also along with learning how to be a DJ, learn what you need to do with contracts, learn about getting your payments, learn, you know, what is the adequate price, what's the, uh, rate, you know, yeah, we can't all charge, whatever, whatever, but learn, you know, learn the business side of it too, and then, you know, always be improving your skills, go to educational things, don't just think I can just go out there and do it and learn on the fly, because you just you can do that but you know you give it a crappy performance on your way to you know that so i say learn the business and and always be improving your skills or looking ways to improve your skills and find yourself a mentor
0: i like that well said so yep. you know, again man i would like to thank you for for coming on with us man again y'all this djjp uh let the people know where they can find you Oh, man, you can
1: find me at uh, DJJP, uh, DFW, underscore DFW on Instagram, uh, Jeffrey Powell on uh, Facebook. I'm the co-owner of Alliance Entertainment Group. I also have a, D- a private DJ group on Facebook called uh, DJ Cross Talk, where we like to uh, educate motivate and uh just you know no questions crazy no questions bad and uh we're here to you know to help you i'm not here to take your business do anything i'm here to help you get better so the industry as a whole is better all right y'all
0: heard it straight from my man dj jp this was a another episode of from a dj's perspective
1: man i can't wait to hear
0: it brother All right, no problem. I'll see you guys later. Y'all have a wonderful day. Peace.
1: Peace.